Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Big Cass, Ohio State. I I think they sent the seniors out just as good as you know they possibly could have yesterday. A really Really good victory over Minnesota. Would have wished we had the shutout with again, yeah, of ridiculously 54 yarder. Like, what's what's with these? And it's not even, it's not even, don't even tell me it's um Parker Fleming. These field goals are just kicking is ridiculous. It's it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I the I was hoping for the shutout. The defense was played light, it's lights out. Uh, Jack Sawyer in, in particular, uh. The defense all around played lights out. Uh, the seniors, you know, the, the many of them, but the, you know, of course, the three captain seniors. You know, Eichenberg didn't play, but dressed. That I I knew that was coming. I, I you know he didn't need to play. It's funny uh, too because Ryan Day was saying like Eichenberg was like wanting to fight him basically in the post game conference. He was saying that like basically going into the week, he basically told Tommy, yeah, like it's all about next week. Um, it's Minnesota and Tommy's like, no, I want to be out there. And like Ryan, Ryan and him almost like fought. Apparently <laughs> it was that emotional, but I love that. But like Tommy obviously understands. Um, but yeah. And and how about shout out to Ryan day in the Ohio state offensive staff. You know, we get the ball on the goal line. First part of the fourth quarter, you Kate Stover hadn't played for a while. You bring him in. I even called it. I everybody around me in, in my section, I was like, dude, this is play action, Cade Stover all the way. The only reason why he was in the game is to to get the final touchdown in the shoe of his senior year. That it, hands it, down. It was. No, it was. And then um Marv obviously got a touchdown. It was I like, all right. And if you're a stat sheet nerd. He only had three catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown. But if you watch the game and you point it out, once you point it out, it was so obvious. They they were cheating their safety to his side, which was opening everything in the run game for Travion. So like yeah. every like he Travion was able to break those long runs and like get extra yard because the safety, there wasn't anyone filling the hole on his side. We were running away from Marv most and, places, it looked like. And and think about it. That's when Ryan Day got smart and said, you know what? What? the safety's cheating to uh Marv's side. We're gonna put a Mecca in the slot over there. And how many times did Mecca catch a a dime from Kyle McCord in yeah. the middle of the field? And, and the crazy part is too, Mecca had a really good game, five catches, 83 yards, but I feel like he's still not he he was only like I feel like 85%, eight, maybe 90. It's he's still not I, I don't feel like he I don't feel like he was going full go. I think he's no. I think he's fully healthy. I think he he is fully healthy, but he's not going full go. And I, you could even tell Marvin Harrison Jr. wasn't like he was like going through the motions. Like that first half, a lot of people were like, "Oh, Kyle McCord, this blah blah blah." You missed so many throws. His receivers weren't running full speed. No, I, I feel like, like you I, could tell. Like I, those I, guys I, should be should have been burned in Minnesota. If that we have to look at this game through a lens. If this game was played in early October or like early September. Oh. We, we, oh. we hang like we hang like 40 50 points on them easy 
the fact that we got 13 and we scored easy. We established, we stopped them, established the run. And then we scored on the first drive. The game was over there. It like, we had, we had full control. We got, we we're getting ball at half. There was no reason to be super aggressive. Ryan day kept kind of vanilla. Honestly. Um, I felt like, yeah. and it, it was just, it was keep the guys healthy. No one get hurt. I, I think everyone kind of held their breath when Kyle McCord got sacked at the end of the first half. That was the scariest. Dude, Fryer got. Dude. What was Josh Fryer doing? Like he just so laid his guy right into Kyle McCord. Like, what are you doing, guy? What, I, you what doing, I didn't my like guy? about that play was Kyle's eyes too were literally locked on Marv the entire route. He was. I think he held it a little long too, but his eyes were locked on Marv. So like everyone in the world knew it was. What was it? Third and ten or something, and it was like one of the last plays before half. Fifteen. Yeah, everyone knew he was looking for Marv there. Um, yeah. So I think it was third and twelve because we just got a we just got a false start penalty or something yeah. like that. It was like yeah, it was like third and twelve because it was supposed to be third and seven. But yeah, I know but Matthew even Jones Chip was running the ball dinged. hard. I know like, Matthew Jones got a little dinged up. Um, I think he's gonna be good for next week though. Yeah. Oh. They're going to be caring. They're going to have to, like, if someone's actually hurt, they're going to really have to be hurt, hurt for them not to play Saturday. Yeah. The, I, I think, I think Ohio State players are pissed because they feel like they got cheated the last two years, literally. Um, they, they're just pissed. Like, you could tell, like, you, that defense, I want to know who had the Curtis Grant rant at halftime. Because that was a totally different football team that came right out of half. Travion I, goes 75 yards for a touchdown. And then, boom, the first play of the defense, strip sacked by Jack Sawyer. JTT almost scored. If Jordan Hancock didn't get in his way. We got to we gotta, like, we gotta get with Jordan. They got to get with Jordan Hancock this week and just teach him how to, uh, like, the, 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 I think the defense needs to practice returning balls and stuff because Hancock had that great pick. And everything, and I wish I I wish he got in the end zone, and then we got pushed back as a stupid posing penalty. But Hancock ball too. But yeah, they gotta get with Hancock and just teach yeah. him. Hey, don't get in the way, your guys, when they're returning. Yeah, we're we're up thirteen nothing at half. We come out and boom, uh, within the first twenty five seconds, the launch codes were activated. It felt I felt like yeah. Hey, this is the last half before the team up north. Like, let's go. It, I, I mean, that's yeah, what it, it felt it, like. It, 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 it somebody in that locker room had a Curtis Grant moment because if you think about it, 2014, we were playing Indiana. See, uh, the 2014, we were playing Indiana the week before we were the Michigan week, and there's that clip of Curtis Grant going off in the locker room. Who was that guy? Like, predict who that guy was this week. I'm, I'm saying Tommy Eicherberg. Man. I was gonna I, say, I, I think Tommy. I, I, I I feel like it was Tommy. Tommy wasn't out there. He knows his boys were playing like crap. It felt like they're sleepwalking. I can see maybe Mayan. I mean, yeah. What about JTT? I'm thinking of guys that you know you're, they're quiet on the field, like per se. or Sawyer or Jack maybe because yeah. Jack yeah. Jack looked like I mean it 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 he looked like the guy. It looked, looked like the guy. Yeah. Uh, he looked like a game record. He looked like he's he's finally a game record now. And like yeah, he guy, looked like the guy that we recruited. Yeah, it's like I was watching the Washington, uh, the Washington Oregon State game last night, 
after I got back. And they uh, Washington, they have a guy. I, he's not. I think he's number eight or number nine. Trice D lineman, and he's in the game record. Like they'll move him around. That's what Jack Soils reminded me yesterday because he had like what three and a half, four and a half, depending on who's recording. three and a half tackle for loss. Some people are saying four and a half. I don't know, but he had the strip sack. He was ever, and it was early and often too. You could tell. Like I mean, I texted you in the game. I'm like, he's flying today. It's yeah. When we have him and JTT going, and then Tyleek had a good game again too. Like Tyleek's all Mister Consistent. They Ty, got. I tell you what, what is in the water in Pickerington, Ohio? Because Ty Hamilton balled out, Jack Sawyer balled out, Sonny Styles, dude, Sonny Styles grabbed their running back by his jersey and pulled him back. It, like, no, that was I, I. Is he okay that running back? Because like. <laughs> I, I, when that like like he got a first down, it was like their first first down, and Sonny just came from the other side of the field, ripped him down in a clean tackle, a hard hard aggressive tackle, but like clean and like really messed that dude up. And I text you, I'm like, he just ruined that. He just really hurt that guy. Then then <laughs> then Pickerington boys are built different. I think like the funniest moment of the game was when it they do like the fan contests. And so, uh, it was the guy had to name all the football movies. And, like, this guy, oh, yeah. he only named, like, four, five, or six. He didn't do that great. And then Sonny came up. <laughs> in 15 seconds, he only named two movies. He was like, uh, Friday Night Lights. It, Rudy. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. The lady behind me, the church, the church singer. Oh, my Lord. The church singer behind me. She's like... He plays football. He ought to know more movies than that. And I'm and the guy, the black guy next to her, was like, "He plays ball. He don't have time to watch movies." <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. Also, too, the Minnesota safety went for the kill shot on Travion Henderson, and the two safeties, the two defenders, went for the kill shot on Travion Henderson, and he went right underneath them. And they oh. both collided, and the one guy got really hurt. Was like, I hope he's run? okay. Was that that was on a run. That, like a touchdown run? No, it wasn't a touchdown run. We ended up getting a first down. I think it was uh, the the drive that Marv got his touchdown. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> My other takeaway is Cody Simon, like, continued. That was I an mean, interception. Uh, the refs all right can we talk about how the refs refuse to give marv some of these catches i i swear that was a catch and like the catch in the Notre Dame game close. Uh, close. i i feel like you gotta give it to marv like it's he's the they're not giving him this these catches when they're clearly he's one foot in and he's like he has possession like that's all you need in college yeah i the, but cody bro Cody's like Tommy was out, but like Cody Simon balled yesterday too. And like the fact, like we should have had that Proctor should have had that pick. I don't know what the hell he was doing there. Like, I don't know how you dropped that, but the fact that Cody came from the linebacker spot and dove and like almost made that. I like, I love that. And I thought like he was flying. Hear me out. I say this week coming out just because how good uh, Cody's playing. I would love for Ohio State to come out and know this is no knock on Steel Chambers. I want to see them with Cody Simon and Tommy Eicherberg as the two linebackers this week, just because of the running. 
No, I think I think no, you're absolutely right, brother. I, I feel like that match is up so much stronger too because it's like Cody's a thumper, Tommy's a thumper, Steel's more Steel if we're playing like a pass pass heavy team or like someone that spreads it out. He's more sideline to sideline, more you know better in space. Um, I, I I I you're absolutely right. I think I think we have to do that. Honestly, I think we should go. I think we should mix up and do a four three and just see how they react to that and play all three of them. But Hancock cannot come off the field. Hancock's still got to be – Hancock's got to be that safety. You have to have Sonny. Hancock's playing such at a high, high level right now that he, he can't come off the field. I know. I, and I, I think mean, he – I think he – the thing is, is I think he can guard Loveland along with Sonny. There are two tight ends because there's really no wide receiver on a on Michigan that I'm really worried about. But – no, I'm, I mean, I'm, feel, got, I'm feeling really good about this, this team right now. It's, I think we can officially put the defensive problems in the secondary to rest. Outside of Josh, Josh Proxer just dropping interception, I think that's the worst thing our secondary has done all year. True, honest to God. Um, it's do, do we start Ty Hamilton and Tyleek Williams this week? Um, we need size. Um, I don't whoever who uh, Ty Leak is absolutely a starter, and then I, you got I, I feel like you got to definitely play Ty start Ty, but Michael Hall's got to get in there a little bit as long as he's healthy. Um, Peyton Curry oh, yeah. some time too. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna have to rotate guys and stuff. My biggest concern is just with Michigan is selling out and stopping that run. If you stop the run, we will win the game. That's that's a fact. If we stop them, oh yeah, make them exactly. throw, we will beat them in that game. Like and it's we we don't give up big plays either. No, and like like our secondary, we have the guys now. We like Burke looked great too, had a had a really nice tackle. Igbenosin, like he gives up one one like intermediate play a game, it feels like, but I feel like he's always covering like one of the best guys on their roster too. So like that's acceptable to me. Um Hancock is, I mean, he looks like a first rounder right now. Um Sonny's gonna be a difference maker. Um it's just it's I'm just, gonna pose this question. I'm going to pose this question, and this is no knock on Nathan, and I think your defense is playing lights out right now. Is this our best defense right now? Best lineup for our defense right now? And this is no knock on Nathan Ransom. Moving Sonny back to that single high safety where he you could just move him anywhere and, and having Jordan Hancock and Igmanosin and Burke on the field at all times. Is this our best lineup that we've had this year? I mean, it it definitely feels like once now the quality of opponent I feel like has kind of diminished a little bit, but yeah, I feel like Minnesota once, was so is Minnesota is better than Michigan State though. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Lathan. I mean, it is clear that this defense is buzzing, and I I don't know if it's because of him not being there. I I, I don't I I I do feel bad yesterday though. <laughs> they were doing the Cedar Day walkout, and they put poor Lathan in like the middle of everyone and. The my guy's like limping out there in his boot, like everyone's sprinting out to go see Day, and like he's like limping out on the middle middle of the field. And then Ryan Day realized, like, oh my god, this is gonna take like five minutes. I gotta kind of meet him halfway. Uh, <laughs> I felt bad for Lathan. Um, I, I I don't know, Cass. It's because he's he is a good player. It's just I don't know, like when it comes to like chemistry wise, I do feel like sometimes it's not about the athlete; it's just about how they gel. If that makes I think, 
it just feels like they're gelling right at the right time. It does. You know, playing their best football. It's time to hand out some Buckeye leaves, though. Yeah, before home, before we hand out the Buckeye leaves, I just want to make one more point. Last week against Michigan State, I put this in the group chat, but last week against Michigan State, we came out hot uh, in the first half. This week, we came out hot in the second half. Next week against that team up north, they piece it all together. That's all I want to say. Because it feels like last week we got, you know, a great first half. This week we got a great second half. Next week, the whole, we get the whole, you know, pie. We, the whole the whole cake or whatever. We Whatever the phrase is. So, again, once again, you know, Park, the uh, special teams, you know, they made their kicks, but they weren't super long kicks. So I'm going with a special player, a special teams player. He probably plays special teams, <laughs> but you know the game. I texted you this. I know. I know earlier, who you're going with. <laughs> last night and said, "You know the game is over when senior walk-on tight end from New Albany High School it, uh, gets a catch." And I texted you. Catch. I can't think of his name. Rod Gert. Nine yard catch. Patrick, Patrick Gert. Gert. Patrick Gert is getting my Buckeye leave. Buckeye leave this week. Number 49. I love it. No, he that that was an awesome Number 49. And, 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 and they were, I think they were the, trying to get him the rock too. Cause they had McCord had Fleming deep on that play. Yeah. I love it. For sure. Um that is my first Buckeye leave. My Buckeye leave, I'm going to Jack, Jack the Menace, Jack the Ripper Sawyer. Just absolute game wrecker. Um, I mean, you already you, you saw you had to see him if you watch the post-game press conference too. Ryan Day was just hyping up and like Jack Sawyer was just gushing. Yeah. So I'm writing them. What what do you consider Patrick Gert a tight end? Uh, I think he at home pulling him up. He is a tight end. Okay. All right. I sorry, looks. I make our fix for this as we're recording. Just a bit. <laughs> so yeah, Patrick Bird, but people, people are going to be like, "Who is that?" All right, Jack Sawyer. Defensive end. All right, my defensive player. My my defensive Buckeye Leaf. Oh, this one's tough because... The whole defense was phenomenal. Um, let's see here. And it's not about you know the tackles because Steele had five, Gabe Powers had three, Davidson Igmanosin had three, Tyleek Williams had three, but he was a game rep gained game wrecker. Uh Calvin Simpson Hunt had two. I know. No, he just lost his um, back, right? And I was texting my buddy. I'm like, he looks like he's going to be a dog for us. <laughs> like, I was just watching yeah. his highlight videos in, in high school. He's going to be a dog. You know, I'm going to 
Tyreek Williams. He's been kind of quiet the last couple weeks, and then boom, he comes out and has a big, big day, uh, big day this week. So I'm going Tyreek Williams. I like it. Um, are we moving to the offense now, or do we have one more? Yeah, offense. <clears throat> well, you could go three defense. I don't care. I mean, I gotta give one to Hancock. I really do. <laughs> He's balling out. I I don't care. I don't care. He messed up the JTT touchdown. <laughs> okay. I have a bone to pick with the Big Ten refs. They're going to apologize to Ohio State tomorrow. We know that. But everybody celebrates and poses. Why did you throw a 15-yard penalty? Like, it, you were right there, and you waited till they were done posing and then threw the flag. I think the, the, the one thing I hate about college football is just – how how the refs like the stupid celebration penalties like let the kids have fun like if why do the NFL guys get to celebrate and they're getting paid but the guys who aren't getting paid who are just doing it for the love of the game they can't celebrate and do stuff like and spike the ball and stuff I think like we need to have a discussion and like we need to allow what they do in the NFL in college because it's it's ridiculous to me a little bit yeah it is there's some things in the NFL it's like oh, come on. Come on. So. Like, like I don't I don't care. Like, I feel like it means more when a kid makes a big play in college and they like do like they if they do like a first down or like something or like spike the ball. That that means something to them. Like in the NFL, obviously it means something, but like they're also getting paid like a hundred thousand dollars per catch. So it's like who yeah. Cool. Like yeah. <laughs> all right. I, my offensive link, and I'm probably gonna steal yours, Travion Henderson. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. Dude, he he looks like I know we talked about it last week, well, last episode, but he looks like he's ready to make that jump and kind of lead this team on an offensive, like, no, I'm not going to say Zeke, Zeke-type performance, but you're beginning to see the signs. Um, and, and he's getting healthy. He's healthy at the right time. The they remind you of Zeke. A little like, bit. Like, they were doing those zone reads. Like yeah. they, they were incorporating a lot of those zone runs into that offense. Not zone reads, zone runs. Um, and I don't know. I just I just feel like and he looked like he had that burst and he almost broke like two or three more too easily. Yeah, for sure. But like just getting hit tripped up by the ankles. Like if if they don't make that, if they don't touch him, he he could have gone for like 250 yards easy. For sure. Um, I'm gonna give I'm going to give another Buckeye leaf. I'm going to give my offensive Buckeye leaf to Kyle McCord because, you know, it, 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 212 yards, two touchdowns. He completes 70% of his passes. People still don't think that's good enough. Um, right. He he doesn't make mistakes. He, he, he was great. He was perfect. Like, he, he did exactly what he needed to do. He, he, was, he was spread the ball around. Like, look at this. It was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different guys caught passes for Ohio State yesterday. Ten. And like I know Lincoln Keenholds completed two, but um I believe looking at it, um, it looks like, yeah, it looks like Joe Royer and Evan Pryor caught the two from Lincoln Keenholds, but Kyle McCord got the ball to eight different guys and completed 70% of his passes, didn't fumble, didn't throw a pick. Looked good. Um, I, I feel confident in Kyle McCord. I really do. I mean, he's seeing – he's processing the game so well, I think, right now. Um, 
like the only the only the only the only thing I didn't like was just that he took the sack before halftime and it was just because the offensive line broke down. Here's my question to Kyle McCord haters. The guy's not turning the ball over. What more? And he's winning. He's undefeated as a starter. What more do you want from the kid? No, like, what do you, more do you want from the kid? It, it, when when he beats the team up north this week, all all this will be put to bed. It, it will all be put to bed. By the way, Kyle McCord right now, he has 2,899 yards, 22 touchdowns, four picks, 83.8 QBR. J.J. McCarthy, 2,335 yards, 18 touchdowns, four picks. I mean, McCord is, McCord's outplaying him. More yards, more touchdown passes. JJ has a slightly higher QBR. He is 90.6. Uh Kyle has an 83.8. But one 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 is talked about like he's the second coming of Christ. And the other one's talked about like he's gonna be working at like nationwide as an insurance rep. So it's like, what how is that fair? Exactly. All right. Minnesota's done. It's that time of the year. It's that time of the year. Beat I have an extra pep in my step this week. I have an extra pep in my I step. I do too. It's, I do too. It's no, and I think I, we got a good omen. I was, I was shout out Rick Chambers, the usher in 14C. He he hands out Buckeyes to everyone after the game. I have gone to so many Ohio State games. I have never gotten a Buckeye ever from an usher i've never gotten a buckeye ever actually like i asked for like the buckeye necklaces on my christmas list no one ever gets it for me and the rick rick chambers shout out my guy rick he's handing out 500 of them gave one to me and my wife first buckeye like a like a lucky buckeye ever and i just took that as a good omen like the best omen possible going into that that team yeah. fantastic i've only gotten one buckeye and i might have been a little kid when i got it uh, from an usher, but I've heard that uh, some ushers do it. But I mean, it, it is fun. I know my. Can you still me? Yeah. Oh, I, I see you, buddy. Yeah. You. My my screens for prison, but I have an extra pep in my step. It's that beat that team up North week, and we have probably the coolest guest, like one of the coolest guests we we might had on um this week. Uh, I posted on my Facebook uh, as my cover page when Ohio State tore down the banner in 1973, and I got a random comment by a guy named Blair Conway and said he was part of that in the led by John Hicks during that tar uh, teardown. And I was like, you know what? A light bulb clicked on me. I was like, we got to get this guy on the podcast. So special guest this week, he was the place kicker. From 1970 to 1973, national champion, 1970, place kicker from the Ohio State Buckeyes, 50th year anniversary of the infamous tie, tearing down the banner in Ann Arbor, uh, went on to the Rose Bowl and destroyed USC. So Blair Conway is going to come on, and we're going to listen to the story uh, Blake, our good, the the president, El Presidente of Buckeye Nation, Blake Biscardi is also going to come on to listen to this. It's going to be an amazing story about 
the tearing down the banner in that 1973 infamous tie where they went on to, you know, beat USC. I, it's gonna be an awesome show, brother. Um, and it's gonna be. I'm, I'm honestly just excited to have Blake on too. I, I just love. I love yeah. Blake on. He's, he's that's my guy. Um, so it's gonna be a really good episode. Um, I'm, a long I'm, one. A long one. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, it's the biggest episode of the year. It has to be. It has to be an hour long minimum. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a long episode. Uh, so bear with me. Bear with us on it. Blair Conway coming on. Uh, this this week I've already got a lot of people lined up to listen to it so you know we're already peaking this could help because now we're going to get the older folks to listen to us because a lot of the older folks are going to be excited to hear about this story because they were kids when this happened and I'm excited because you know not only it's the 50th year but what was that team day like you know what went into John Hicks saying let's tear down the banner like Woody Hayes you know it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I know, bro. It's, it's gonna be awesome. And then, of course, we're gonna have Blake. Yeah, of course, we'll have Blake, and then the three of us break down this game on how Ohio State can beat Michigan. Woo! Yes, sir. Um, speaking of Michigan, that they almost, they almost, you know, Maryland almost did them in. Man, it was that. I was enjoying every second of watching that game. Um, they had the game on in the shoe. I know it's not. And like I said, it wasn't my the goal here. It wasn't for Maryland to beat Michigan. It wasn't for Penn State to beat Michigan. It was just to slowly wear them down, tire them out, get them off their game psychologically. You know, this whole Harbaugh cheating scandal, get them just not focused, just a little dinged up. So when we come up to up north, you know, we can do our thing. Like, yeah. like I, the Buckeyes are focused. I don't think the Wolverines are really focused. I think they're kind of all over the place and kind of just. They're, fo- they're more focused on Michigan versus everybody, and especially what I've been hearing is two more assistant coaches could be let go this week. So, I mean, th- if that happens, bro, it's going to be that's going to be almost impossible, I think, because it's like if you, you don't have your head coach, you don't have your, your linebackers coach, you don't have your sign stealing guy. And then if you lose a couple more guys, there's just too many. There's too many hats to handle it's, I mean, it's the it's the adjustments no it is and then and then mccarthy he was a little nicked up i mean in, in warm-ups maryland people were saying he looked like he was limping i know he kind of got dinged up against penn state he doesn't look very confident right now did not have a good game against maryland um it's and then rome uh was it roman wilson he took a nasty hit um so they're not super healthy and i don't think they're playing their best ball right now which is no I love every I mean I love every second of it. I'm not going to sit here and apologize that Michigan is, you know, not trending upward. Ryan Day has made specific decisions and tailored this team in the schedule to, hey, we need to be playing our best ball coming in November 25th. He's made specific yep. calls, he sat guys out as much as you know we've complained about him like, "Oh, why are you sitting the running backs and stuff?" Well, you know, now it looks like Dallin Hayden, it's basically confirmed. Dallin Hayden got one more game He's he's got one more game plus plus the postseason. You get the postseason doesn't count. People forget he he has one game left, and we have one regular season game left. He's going to play against Michigan. This was the plan the entire time. So Ryan Day, I think, has really cooked something up. Um, and we're going to obviously talk about it next week. But I'm really really excited. Yeah, I can't wait for Wednesday night and the night night before Thanksgiving. Well, this this will this episode will break on Thanksgiving Day. Can't wait. I can't wait. 
man. Uh, me too, bro. bro. I'm I'm so I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, enjoy enjoy the next three days. Enjoy some Buckeye basketball later on this. So enjoy yeah. it. Uh, enjoy it. But yeah, that's all I got, brother. That's all I got, man. So as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. If you're doing anything this day or this week before Thanksgiving actually happens with your family, enjoy like a happy pre-Thanksgiving. Obviously be safe, everyone. Don't drink and drive. Call an Uber. Um, and as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs>